everyone. Welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute five. Mm -hmm. We are continuing the conversation about toads Uh and frogs. Oh, yeah. Hit hit those crucial consonants. Crucial consonants. Uh, He's finishing his sentence about toads and frogs do look alike. And he's finishing it with just one's, one's... you know, in the water, and one's not. It could happen to anybody. Wait a minute. Okay, so he's correct. Toads are are non-amphibious. They're they're land uh-huh. creatures, and frogs are amphibians. Mm-hmm. Is he explaining that to the valedictorian? I'm wondering if he is justifying his own wrong answer on the exam. I like it. I like that a lot better. Which Justin Fine. which does does well. I hmm. All right. I got nothing. <laughs> just and does just and does got it yes because you were saying the word justin Mm -hmm. i was saying the word does so i thought right i was not (laughs) reader she was not saying the word does (laughs) uh that does bring me to my first note but before we get there i want to get to the end of the minute yes which i have wrapping up with kit saying mom i'm smiling and her mom saying bigger bigger darling and and she makes the most exasperated cheese face I think I've ever seen a human being make. I was not a fan of Zoe Saldana in this minute. Okay. Until okay. that smile. And then I was like, I am on board for this performance. What an amazingly exasperated and clownish smile. Yes. I loved it so much. My last note is that smile. Yeah. It was up there with Britney's snarky teenage yes. eye roll. Just, it was very good. Which is good because uh, so far, up until this point, um, Kit had been not the best. It, had been, it was sort of like a, a Jack and the Delancey brothers level of, of banter, which is to say, it's just that there's some there's some words exchanged that, um, actually, I think Britney Spears plays it pretty well where she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but first, can I tell you about Taryn Manning? Sure. Um. I do have a question before she comes on screen. Okay. Would you like to do that first? Let's do before she comes on screen. Let's do okay. a question. Yeah, yeah. So it is graduation day. Presumably it's graduation day. And they have school. Right. And an exam? Maybe they got their exams back. Maybe. I would also be willing to admit, no, because they have. Don't, I don't you have to have taken all of your exams and had your report card turned in and stuff before graduation so that you can, like graduate well okay but what if he's sort of a ravenclawy sort of grade grubber where he's like i missed one question about toads and amphibians and that's an honest mistake anyone could have made it it gave me an a minus versus an a i'm still gonna graduate but no my point is if they are just now getting their exam like if school is still in session yeah report cards wouldn't have been sent in yet yeah is that am i misremembering how graduation worked for us I feel like you didn't you didn't walk if you weren't going to graduate. Yeah. I feel like we had the last week of school. Yes. And then there was like a few days and then graduation. Like there was time for the teachers to get the report cards in before graduation because if your grades were not good enough for you to graduate, they wouldn't let you walk. Right. So for this to be happening on the same day is baffling to me. Yeah. I can't I can't really unless, justify it. Unless it's a show up at the school well, we to have... get ready. But then why is she walking through the halls carrying books and stuff like she's coming from class? Yeah. 
Is it just because she's valedictorian? That's her speech. They're they're oh oh. Well, you know what? Then I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna go back and say I understand why she didn't quite have it last night because it I was saw... multiple binders yeah. worth of speech. Right. Also, poor everybody who had to sit through that. Page one. Oof. So yeah, I guess. It's another case of me feeling like this was written by somebody who's kind of, you know, hello, fellow teens. I am also a teen. <laughs> it does And doesn't feel... really understand how things actually work. And it's one of those things, it's, I think it's another one of those things where it's like, because we're doing a by the minute, mm-hmm. we're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But if you were just watching the movie, you'd be like, well, okay, I guess. Oh, no, it's always bothered me. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And I think next, I think it's next week we're going to get to another thing that kind of also bothers me. You know what's really exciting about this podcast? What? I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. Cool. I know. Okay, tell me about Taryn Manning. Okay. I love Taryn Manning. All right, so Taryn Manning plays Mimi. Yep. Her top three is playing Tiffany Pensatucky, last name was cut off, on Orange is the New Black. Uh, what? Doggett. She was in another MTV uh, film uh, that was called Hustle and Flow. Mm-hmm. Um, she played someone named Nola. Um, by the way, uh, Hustle and Flow uh, was one of the, I think, the only MTV film movie that won awards because it won Best Original Song for It's Hard Out There for a Pimp. I was just going to ask if it was that movie. That yeah. was a really good movie. I haven't seen it, but I really want to. It's, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. She was in A Lot Like Love, playing a character named Ellen Martin. I don't know how many people um, saw A Lot Like Love. It's sort of poignant for my life because Kristen and I saw it, enjoyed it, and immediately bought the soundtrack, which Kristen listened to a lot. Okay. It was an Ashton Kutcher, Amanda Peet movie, oh, okay. rom-com, um, that was good. It was pretty good. I don't think I've ever The soundtrack is very good. Okay. In sort of like an early 2000s sort of situation. Okay. Um, she was also in 8 Mile. Okay. And she was on episodes of Boston Public, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yep. And her band, mm-hmm. Boomcat, was on all that. It was on all that. Interesting. There were... I knew she was in a band called Boomcat. They have a song called The Reckoning. Which was the uh, the first single from their second album, A Million Trillion Stars, which went the, uh, to number one on the Hot Dance Music Club play chart. Okay. Um, it's, I... And Reckoning, by the way, is spelled with a W. Yes. I think it's in this movie. Okay, cool. I will have, I'm going to make a note to myself to listen for it because I definitely downloaded it on like Kazaa or LimeWire mm. or Napster or something around the time of this movie. For those that aren't familiar with Boomcat, it's an American electronic and pop duo with siblings, Kellen and Taryn Manning. Okay. Uh, the group released their debut album, Boomcatalog.1. <laughs> And one is spelled out, so boomcatalog.one in 2003, and their second album, A Million Trillion Stars, in 2009. I really like the 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 album title, A Million Trillion Stars. Did you say that this was the first single off of A Million Trillion Stars? I the assumed that because of the way that the summary goes. Because that couldn't possibly have been the case Let's... in this 2002, if it was in this 2002 movie, so I might be wrong about where I heard it. Well, I can't click on the link even though it says I can. So if you want to look that up. I'm going to look that up real quick. The Reckoning is from the other album. Boom Catalog.1. Boom Catalog. I'm assuming. Hold on. It's not on. Yes, it is on Boom Catalog.1. So when they said the first single, 
what they meant was the band's first single. Yes, it was released as the album's first single and also the band's first single because this was their debut album. Right. That's So that's Taryn Manning. Okay. She's in... Oh, uh, my next note is she's pregnant. Yep, she sure is. I added that in uh, later because I was like, yeah, maybe take a note on that. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I had my display up on the on our old, old TV that's in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And it covers most of the screen. So I actually... Uh, forgot that she was pregnant until I watched it again oh. to make sure that I hadn't missed any like credits or anything. Or key plot points. Right. I remembered that she was pregnant, but I forgot that she was pregnant. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, the next note I have is that boy calls Mimi a hoe. Boys are the worst. Boys are the worst. I have nothing really more to say about it. Yeah. He m- mimics uh, oral sex on, a, on like a woman. Yeah. Which is oh, an odd taunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to pleasure you. Yeah, I don't like it would have made more sense if he had mimicked a blowjob. Right. Like so much more sense. I mean, May, do you think he misread the prompt in the script? Is he or is he going for like get with me baby? I think that's what he was going yeah. for. Like, you know, hey, you're pregnant so you're clearly easy. Right. So why not me? The oral sex is not a way to get pregnant. That is true. So That is true. To my true. knowledge, no one has ever gotten pregnant from having oral sex performed on them. Um, my next three notes are about Kit and her friends. Okay. Kit is played by Zoe Saldana. Back then, she put the umlaut over her O, though she has apparently dropped that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, because it's an umlaut denoting two syllables in one vowel, like... Uh, cooperate you can sometimes put an o over the first or no not over the first o oh. to note that it's not cooperate sure it's cooperate interesting yeah. is that what an umlaut does uh that's what an umlaut does in this situation like for zoe so it's not zo uh-huh um but an umlaut in german denotes that there is a hidden e oh. so like like z z o mit umlaut e would actually be spelled z o e e oh okay yeah interesting she plays Kit. She does. Her, her top three are like, wow, like huge, huge movies. Uh, she was in Avatar mm-hmm. as Neytiri. Uh, I think she, or, you know, she was the main, the main person in, the main blue person in Avatar. Okay. She was, she played Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. She was a green person in that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then she was in the Star Trek 2009 reboot where she played Uhura, who is a black person. She's also going to be in Air, in Avatars 2 through 5. Okay. Which are apparently... I, I knew that they were making more Avatars. I knew that they were making more than one more Avatar. But five somehow, seems like a lot. Somehow seeing it on IMDb as Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4 just really felt like a lot. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, Captain Celiano in My Little Pony the movie. Okay. The pirate captain. Yeah. She played Rosemary in a TV miniseries of Rosemary's Baby. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, she was in Center Stage. I'm very glad that you brought that up. Just oh, okay. That's oh, the, that's Center Stage? That is the other thing I yeah. know her from. That That is the other thing of all the things you've mentioned yeah. that I have seen. Yeah. Um, that Hey, that doesn't surprise me one little bit. Yeah. Um, I really wish another Chris was in an Avatar. Because uh, Chris Pine is in Star Trek and Chris Pratt is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I mean, I'm sure someone named Chris is an Avatar. There's one guy in Avatar that 
I really want his name to be Chris. The but, main guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, though. It's not, though. And then she was in two episodes of Law & Order and one episode of SVU. Okay. So that's Zoe Saldana. Okay. Next up, Selena Belazon, who plays Kit's friend. Okay. Here's her top three. This, she played Elizabeth in two episodes of CSI Miami. Okay. And Glitz Receptionist in Real Women Have Curves. Okay. Her entire career is in 2001 and 2002. Okay. So. Didn't stick with the business very I guess long. not, yeah. Okay. Um, and number three is Shonda Farr, with two R's, who okay. played Kit's friend. Um, she, her, her top three was friend at Leo's party in the 2001 reboot of Planet of the Apes. Okay. This and Sasha Woodman in Smallville. Okay. Uh, she was also uh, a voice on Britney's Dance Beat, which I meant to look up. I think that's a video game. It sounds like it. She was on House and Buffy and that 70s show. And she played Ashley, that's A-S-H-L-E-A. Okay. In Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Well, that sure is a title, isn't it? I And I assume Ellen Hoyer did the foley work for that. Um, sure, because it's a sequel. It's a sequel. And uh, yeah, so did, do you know about Jack Frost? I know that it's a movie. So that's actually, there's two movies called Jack Frost. There was an old like claymation one, okay. right? Uh, I don't. Th- there was like the the Rudolph and the Frosty, or it was, no, Frosty was animated, but it was like Rudolph or um, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That style uh, of the, the uh, Santa Claus coming to town. Sort yes. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm if pretty there was... sure there was a Jack Frost one. Okay. In the late '90s, early 2000s, there were two movies called Jack Frost. Okay. The first was a heartwarming family dramedy starring Michael Keaton, who think Ghost Dad, but a snowman. Okay. Yes. Okay. I remember this movie's existence. Then there was another movie called Jack Frost where there was a killer snowman. Okay. Who killed memorably. One one uh one woman who was taking a bath, he's oh. in the bath as water. Oh. So there are many stories that I've heard of people confusing the family movie. Oh. <laughs> so this is the sequel to the serial killer snowman movie. Cool, 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 cool. So that is her other friend uh, who is played by a woman named Shonda Farr. Okay. And then my next note is, ah, virgin as an insult. Yeah. Hey, so another link to Clueless. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. A weird, unslut-shamey insult? Like, it's at the same, it's like... How dare you not have had sex? Right. Like, what a weird, What a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, and when Lucy's like, I'm not a... Kit cuts her off and she goes, you're a virgin. Like, gross. Kit, <laughs> stop being gross and weird. Everyone in this beginning part of this movie is gross and weird. Our friend Morgan would want us to point out right here that virginity is a social construct. Correct. And my my last two notes... Oh, no. I have four more notes. Two of them are about Kit's parents, and then one of them is about that smile, and one of okay. them is about mom gets in the photo. Yes. Um, Yeah, my last note is about how horribly Kit is written. What I wrote is, this reads like a NaNoWriMo draft. Quote, just get words on the page. So many adjectives. Do they even make sense? Who cares? Send tweet. (laughs) And then why are they discussing Lucy's virginity in the middle of the hallway? You're such a virgin. You ran into me. (laughs) That's exact. That is is what this whole scene boils down to. 
<laughs> You're such a virgin you ran into me. And Lucy's like, nah, you ran into me. Nothing has run into you. You're a virgin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh Yeah, it's it's written so badly. Like, good for Zoe Saldana for making it work as well as she did. Yeah. Given the absolute garbage lines that she was handed. I agree. She did as well as she could do. Yep. Yep. So. So the parents. First, Kit's mom is played by Beverly Johnson. Okay. Uh, her top three. She was in um, a National Lampoon's parody of Lethal Weapon. Okay. Called Loaded Weapon 1. Okay. It's a fantastic title because the one is in the title. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious. I always love, like, there's going to be sequels. Yeah. Um, and I believe there was. She played Doris Luger. Uh, she was on the TV show Martin. Okay. As Miss Trinidad. And she was also in Michael Jackson's Liberian Girl video. Okay. That Dan Aykroyd was also in. Okay. She was in two episodes of, of Law and & Order. And in 2014, she wrote a piece for Vanity Fair called Bill Cosby Drugged Me, This Is My Story. Oh. Yeah. So she oh. was, um, hey... The Bill Cosby sexual assault allegations Wikipedia page is depressingly huge. Ugh. It's like a scroll fest. It's it's horrifying. She was not like a flag bearer for the cause. She was not like the first to accuse, but she was one of the ones to accuse. And she wrote this Vanity Fair article. Okay. And then he sued her for defamation of character in 2015. Ugh. So, yeah. Uh, he uh, He apparently, he didn't. She, nothing happened with her like she wasn't accusing him of rape right. he basically uh drugged her tea when she was at an audition for the cosby show okay and then she like got away before anything terrible okay. happened. so good but it was a it was something that i wasn't expecting to find when i was looking up this character from. yeah but apparently she was like this big model and like had this huge career and whatever so okay um then her husband mm-hmm. on, on in the in the movie uh, Kit's, Kit's dad. Kit's dad is played by a, a man named Cullen G. Chambers. Okay. His top three. That is a great name. It's a great name, right? Um, His top three baffled me. Okay. He was a stand-in for Morgan Freeman in Seven. Okay. He was a stand-in for Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Okay. And he played a character named Charles Ray in a 1981 movie called Student Bodies. Okay. Which brings us... To uh, that game show we love to play. We've never played it before. Aaron, softcore porn or horror movie? <laughs> it's called Student Bodies? Student Bodies, 1981. I'm, oh, I'm gonna guess horror movie. The answer, of or course. Or is it both? The answer, of course, being an early 80s uh, horror movie is both. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a murderer known as The Breather oh. kills off high schoolers. Uh, having sex. Sure. Um, yeah. Are are they, like, is, is it actually, like, a softcore porn horror? I mean. Or, or is it just, it was the 80s, so yeah. So boobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That, that, that's what I imagine. Does, I did, does I, it say that he kills them off while they're having sex? Uh, another synopsis that appeared to be written by someone who didn't love the movie. Okay. Implies, implies that a little more heavily. Got it. Okay. Um, I went with the more, uh diplomatic synopsis okay because the the name of the killer being the breather is just because i guess he heavy breathes sure but yeah yeah so it was weird that it was like 
he was in seven. I was like, oh, whoa. It was like miscellaneous crew. I was like, oh, what was it? Stand in for Morgan Freeman. Stand in is. That... When you're doing like lighting or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what um, uh, Martin Freeman yes. in Love Actually. Yeah. Um, but it was weird that like, and it was like Pulp Fiction. I was like, no, no. Yep. That's what it is. So that's who he was. Um, so in this movie, he got a, a bit of a, a bigger role than yeah, that. Yeah, he got a line. Yeah. Um, and then my last note is mom gets in the photo in sort of the precursor to uh, Amy Poehler's character in Mean Girls. Uh-huh. Sort of like a you, you girls keep me young sort yeah. of situation. Um, it's very funny. Yeah. Those are my notes. I felt so bad for Kit. Like, you can just, like, <laughs> it's such a brief little snippet. And as horrible as Kit was when they were discussing Lucy's virginity question mark yeah. in the hallway, you see Kit and her mom is just so, like, pushy and i'm just one of the girl like i feel really it, it's 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 emotional whiplash yeah. because i just hated her and now i feel bad for her and yeah yeah i i wonder this is all right ready for james reads too much into a movie corner uh-huh it's really brief i wonder no but see then why was she angry i don't understand why she was like pissed off at, at lucy for being a virgin yeah i was gonna say you know britney spears's virginity was a big thing sure in the late 90s 2000s sure i wouldn't put it past shonda rhimes to be like to just put a little button on virginity as a as a thing i just don't understand why kid is so pissed off about it yeah that's a weird is that does that come back was kit like did she lose her virginity young and regretted it or something like that i don't think so because she's got that boyfriend or fiance i guess but like she's going to california to visit her boyfriend who's at college so it's such a weird emotional tact to take. Yeah. Like I don't understand why she's pissed off. Well, I think it's start I think she's pissed off at Lucy just in general, I guess because they drifted Lucy, apart. Cuz Lucy's not as cool yeah. or something like it's it's not it, I get the impression that Lucy is not the reason they drifted apart. So Kit doesn't really right. have a leg to stand on being mad at her about that. But there's a definite cuz like she She's basically, you know, I had written down that, you know, so many adjectives, but she's like, Lucy says, like, you ran into me, Kit. And Kit's like, I can't remember exactly what the line is. She's like, oh, Miss Perfect. Miss Perfect. And that's right, because that's when Lucy's like, what? Like, what? Yeah. And she's like, you're sweet and nerdy and virginal. And I think it was just another, I don't think she was mad about the virginal thing. She was mad at the embarrassment of having... Of Lucy having dropped her own books? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's I a think situ- she's mad at life, sure. honestly. I think she's sure. mad at everything. Sure. And she is just a snooty snoot girl who is snooty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and mad at everything. And so she's just... She's picking on the the smaller people. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, yeah. I... I it... It, I I think she's mimicking her mom. Honestly, okay. is probably what it is. Fair. Like her, I wouldn't be surprised like, if her mom had said something about, you know, I'm so glad you don't hang out with that Lucy girl. She's just, she's just so nerdy and virginal. Like I'm willing to bet that Kit's mom, who we haven't learned this yet, but we will, places a very high price on physical appearance. Right. I'm willing to bet that like losing your virginity was a huge deal like like a big whip yeah like okay. you know when you are pretty enough right 
that a boy wants to have sex with you, yeah, that is how you know you've made it. Hmm. Which is gross. It is gross. It's like the grossest thing. Right. But I get. I would not be the least bit surprised if Kit grew up viewing, you know, losing her virginity as like winning a prize in right. her mom's book. Right. That's sad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Honestly, there's a lot in the. I mean, Lucy, we will learn about Lucy's tragic backstory. We will learn about Mimi's tragic backstory. But honestly, I kind of feel like Kit has the saddest situation because her mom is just awful yeah but so stick around for those fun times yeah and um (laughs) we're like a half hour at this point (laughs) this is a very long episode so yeah i mean we're gonna keep on you know graduation day is gonna happen will lucy Mm -hmm. remember her speech she almost had it oh she she almost had it i am i'm if i'm recalling I think future minutes, I, f- I think that we meet a lot of people early on yes. here, but then for the majority of the movie, it's like four people. It, it definitely felt like, and this person. Yeah. And this person. And then I think we're going to, it's going to clearly, it's going to quickly become just like this. Yeah. This, this foursome. Yeah. 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 So not all the episodes will be as long as this one. Right. There was just a lot of, of people that we got introduced to. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right. Well, social media, we are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are also on the Scavengers Network. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and find all the shows that are on the network there. You can listen to clips. You can see pretty pictures of us all. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of stuff on that. Um, and then you can also uh, go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. And support us on Patreon. A $2 pledge gets you all the bonus episodes that have ever been released on the Scavengers Network. And then also you can do more pledges than that and get other stuff like merch. And I think there's something about like tickets to a live show once those start happening. Yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah, go over there and uh, and support the network because uh, we really like it. Yeah. There are some great shows over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, James. Hey. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.